0: Hi,
1: I'm Serena and I'm Marcia, and this is a Read Through History, the show where we discuss some of the most controversial books of all time, analyzing their social and political
0: impact at the time and how they still influence us today.
1: Our book today was banned in the USSR for showing anti-communist ideals. But it was also banned in some states of the USA for showing pro-communist ideals. So
0: what really happened? And what is it that George Ornwell wanted to show in his novel 1984?
1: Follow us in our journey as we analyze this Pandora's box of ideas.
0: So I think we're going to start off with our first theme or topic that is surrounded throughout this novel, which is totalitarianism. So what what is totalitarianism, Arshia? So
1: well, totalitarianism in its essence is basically the control by a dictator of everything that happens in a, like an area and all everything that people do, right? So so
0: basically, there's like no free will.
1: Yeah, no free will. You can't you make your own decisions. Everything is like spoon fed to you. It's like a like a third grade classroom where the teacher is very strict.
0: It's, Do you think there are any kind of historical perspectives in this book?
1: Oh, well, fun story about George Orwell himself, like historically. Well, this book was written in the 1940s, I think 1946, Um, just after the Second World War. And because it was just after the Second World War, George Orwell actually served in Spain during the Spanish Civil War. So he was there seeing all of Stalin's brutality in the area and he also saw Hitler's brutality directly. So this novel was strongly influenced by everything he saw there. And
0: I, as a former history student, whilst reading this book, I saw many resemblance to Hitler's regime, uh, how he enforced Nazism uh, onto Germany before the Second World War. And the first thing I noticed was like um the gestapo in relations to the thought police now the gestapo basically what they were were a secret police who had the right to confiscate or arrest you without like like they just had the right to to arrest you without
1: like evidence or something. evidence
0: they just if they see if they think that you're suspicious of something then they'll just arrest you and it's they have the right to do that and in relation to that another thing that people were scared about uh, during Hitler's regime in Germany at that time was um, the brainwashing of children uh, so basically these children the youth teenagers were forced to join the Hitler Youth And they were taught about Hitler's ideals. And so, for example, one example is that women, young girls, were taught to be good wives. You know, they they were even given medals, by the way. What? Really? Like, they were given medals to the amount of children they gave birth to. Whoa. Like gold, silver, bronze.
1: Whoa. Crazy. That's so crazy
0: And so they were taught To sniff out Those who were Who they thought Were suspicious Of going against Nazism and that's, that's seen in this novel in yeah, 1984. Yeah,
1: like um, Winston's friend. Okay. Uh, the, no. His neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this novel background, not really historical background, the thought police in the novel are similar to the Gestapo in the fact that they are volunteers or people who like strongly believe in this.
0: Strongly believe in the regime. Yeah,
1: yeah, strongly believe in loyal the Loyal
0: followers. Like,
1: loyal, loyal. Loyal to the bone. And um, they're part of the Ministry of Love. So, like, in the novel, there are, like, three or four ministries uh, dependent on different things of a totalitarian regime. So there's the Ministry of Love. And the Ministry of Love is basically love for the nation itself, love for the leaders. But it's
0: it's totally, it's like the juxtaposition of love itself.
1: Yeah, it is very juxtaposed. But, like, just historical background for people who haven't read it Yeah, who haven't read the book. Yeah. So basically what the Ministry of Love does is it's in charge of the thought police. So it like captures anyone who they believe is like going against the ideals of the state, similar to the Gestapo and similar to Hitler Youth. And they have like secret agents, they have like outspoken agents and all of that, which is very, very uh, relational. Another um, like parallel you could draw is Stalin. Um George Orwell was actually a socialist. Many people don't know this. He was a socialist. Yeah, you told me. You told me about it. Yeah, yeah. He was a socialist. And socialism, in our last episode, as we discussed, is kind of like the bridge between capitalism and communism. Socialists believe that the government should pay for a lot of things, such as health care and education, like the basic necessities. But they still Married goods. Yeah, yeah. But they still believe that there should be a government, unlike communism which is completely anarchist so he was a socialist but he hated communism that's why we would say this book is anti-communism but like as we discuss you'll find out why i don't completely agree with that and um what was i saying yeah so parallels with stalin um like as i said um he went to he was there in the spanish civil war so he saw the brutal methods of the ussr in taking over spain and uh, he drew a lot of parallels about that into his book such as females in the military and state services i saw this beautiful story of a woman named ludmila Lyud- pavlechenkov i'm sure i'm mispronouncing her name but it's a wonderful movie as well as, as a story and she was a soviet sniper who killed over 300 nazis
0: that's crazy
1: like three that's crazy nazis. In her service of about like 10 years before she was shot and injured. Oh. She saw her husband die at the front lines.
0: That's, that's 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 mad. Yeah. Like in relation to females working in the military and state services, we've seen an example of this. Many, actually, many examples of this in the novel 1984 where... For one instance, Julia was working
1: in the, the the girls thing, the one with the red scarf. What was it?
0: The anti sex league.
1: Yeah, the anti sex league.
0: But not only that, she also worked in the ministry where Winston worked, but they weren't in the same The Ministry of Truth. The Ministry of Truth. And so they they had women working in the ministry, so they didn't I don't think they kind of segregated. Yeah. Um Women with men, yeah. Women from men, um. There were no instances where men had more rights than women.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, I think the only difference they made between the uh, the gap, the difference between sex, is that. Um, sex is seen as an act for the party. Yeah. It's just to procreate. Yeah. Um, women were taught to the point where, like, they, for example, Winston's wife Catherine was so scared to have intercourse with Winston because that, like, that brings us back to the brainwashing of the yeah, children. Yeah, you
1: said it was about Hitler, like, Hitler also taught the woman,
0: yeah. Who, to don't not like just love is just about procreating
1: you don't deserve love
0: yeah and so that is what we know as in terms of the difference between men and women in this novel
1: yeah um another thing with hitler um i saw this uh, clearly it's it's a parallel with the aryan race right so basically more novel background um so novel background um in the novel there are like three states Oceania, east asia and eurasia and oceana where it's located is basically um from basically Winston is uh and the thing is oceana and all of them are like three big superpowers and they're all in war constantly constantly like it's a permanent war but the thing is, the war actually doesn't add any value to citizens' lives, because like the war isn't for like resources or anything. It's mostly just to get more money or like stimulate the economy. So I that think it
0: was. I think it was about enforcing fear onto yeah. its people because we've never we didn't really see actual literal examples or evidence in the novel of an actual war except for the part in the proles where there were bombings only where the proles lived
1: yeah it was very funny and on top of that the public executions that brings into question the public executions if the war was actually just for that then the public executions were basically um Oh, wait, more background before I go into that whole tangent which I had in my mind. Um, So all three regimes actually have very, very similar ideals, right? All of them practice the same thing, just with different words. But every regime believes it's the best. Even though
0: it's the same exact thing.
1: Yeah, there's no difference between all of them. And um, okay, right. long yeah, it's just it's like the Aryan race whole thing. Like they yeah. believe they are more superior to the others because of their ideals and stuff. Even though it's the exact same. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so about the execution of prisoners of war, I think that it was they were not actually prisoners taken from war. They I were just they were dissenters. Like I think they were dissenters from the other nations who were just brought into the nation, executed publicly to keep that thing. Again, did they have any
0: kind of? Facial features that were different?
1: Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. the
0: race of... Yeah, yeah.
1: So, Oceania was made up of all the English-speaking countries. So, you would mostly be looking at, like, white people from America and Europe. Eurasia was mostly, like, um, the area of Russia, the Kazakhstan, like, Northern Asia. Azerbaijan. Yeah, all of that. While... um, East Asia was mostly just The Chinese area and all of that I They didn't really mention Africa Like they were not strict geor- geor- like, Geographical yeah. lines But looking at the names you can kind of figure out Where they were yeah. located Um, What else were we talking about?
0: You wanted to give them a brief Before yeah. talking about
1: Yeah So Okay to everyone who watched our last episode Mama, Papa I know you didn't <laughs> Uh, to everyone who watched the last episode You would have looked at us Talking about communism And the ideals of communism Brief recap um, Mostly just Justice for the workers and stuff So in many ways This novel Like the state itself is communist um, Turn out mostly saw these, right?
0: Yes With communism Yeah um, So for example From in relation to the communist manifesto one of the things that we clearly saw in this novel was that there are no large companies. There are no monopolies. There aren't any, like, brands where they made mention. For example, we don't see any McDonald's or Nike yeah. or Adidas. None of that exists. Yeah. And so it's all what the government gives to you. Yeah. Uh, there was even made mention of uh, chocolate rationing. Do you remember yeah. that? and um they really it was like like um it was all the government based like government controlled everything
1: yeah um in relation to communism, that's because there will be no com like there will be no com- competition, fruit- competition, and that will mean that the workers were not exploited because there's only one thing which supplying everything. No,
0: but I really do think that the workers
1: in this novel were exploited. Yeah, that's why I was saying it might be for or against communism. We're going to against communism, but let's just focus on how it the It it's, looks communist. Yeah. Right? Okay, women were allowed to work. Another big thing which we were very happy about with the Communist Manifesto: women were allowed to work
0: yeah and as we mentioned before uh in the beginning of this part uh, of this episode is that how women were allowed to work and how they worked in the ministries and that is what was me- made mentioned in the communist manifesto uh and in addition to with communism in this book is that there's no there's not much segregation as we mentioned before um but i do want to make mention that another thing in relation because we spoke about the other points earlier in this podcast sorry in this episode uh another point with communism is no religion and that there was made mention of no religion throughout this novel except For the pros, because the pros were free to do whatever they wanted, but they chose not to follow um, a religion. But that was of their choice. But if
1: you were a comrade, they did. There was not a comrade, an outer party member. They weren't called comrades, were they? They were. They
0: were friends. Were called comrades. Oh yeah, the outer party and the inner party. Outer party. It's more of the
1: outer party and the inner party.
0: And so there were there was no religion not forced upon them, but was uh, holding up the majority of its members yeah, for example um just an example in India, what are your major hinduism hinduism um in the middle east it's known as islam, islam. um europe
1: Christianity.
0: Christianity you know so in this novel, there was no, there made no mention of a religion, that mo- the majority of
1: the Oceanian members yeah. followed and um this is very similar to um communist manifesto because in there like Marx and Engels made mention of the fact that religion and like these differences between people are some of the reasons why a lot of oppression exists so if these differences were like gone that oppression wouldn't exist anymore right
0: but the it was kind of a conjoined point in the communist manifesto that there should be no Religion
1: and, therefore and no, no co- cla- class,
0: class or country. Yeah, and so that brings us to another point where we did not see a lot of countries. As m- for example, how many countries do we? I might. say are like they're like one sixty-five in the whole. How no. many countries do we have? In sixty-five. Oh, no, over 200 definitely in, oh, the, okay. in the world right now there are over okay.
1: 200 uh, but in this novel we see only three major states which were oceania eurasia and east asia i misspelled eurasia um <laughs> but um the thing which we see is um it's not very similar to communism like there are also points which we saw where the state was not very similar to communism and that's where you'll see like the uh, contradiction we saw mentioned in our intro that it was banned in the USSR for being anti-communist, but it was banned in the USA for being pro-communist. Yep. Right. So, the against communism states. I saw this a lot that we mentioned in the last part also that even though there are no large companies, the workers are still oppressed.
0: Yep. The- and I can... I can give you an example. Winston used to work about... 40 to 60 hours per week which is more than a person can take in my opinion but there was this instance where in relating to propaganda which we'll be talking about later on in this episode there was an instance where um, Oceania was supposed to be fighting either Eurasia or East Asia but then they quickly changed it to one of the other and so he, as working in the Ministry of Truth, had to change all evidence um, uh, of Oceania fighting in war with one of the countries. Yeah. And so they had to delete and write everything again yeah. so that there cannot, be, there cannot be any contradiction or evidence against the state, against yeah. Oceania and so he had to be working 90 plus hours that week which was crazy
1: yeah so oppression of workers and um here's a statement which i found from this very nice analysis of this book because sometimes you're kind of lazy okay um <laughs> the statement was... "I be life yeah <laughs> it's not laziness it's more like i'm crying over bio Um, The statement was, war continues to stimulate the economies of the countries without adding value to the citizen's life. Which I believe is also shown in the classes. There are three basic classes in this, right? There's the inner party, there's the outer Outer party, party, and and then the the pros. pros.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: So that was also what I really didn't like about the fact that it was said to be anti-communist even though there were these things which were not actually communists, mm. right? Now, the inner party is lives in luxury. They only make about, about 2% of the population, right? But they live in luxury, right?
0: In some ways, you can relate the inner party to the proles because the proles, you could say that they live a hard life, but honestly, they're free. They have real, actual resources like chocolate, sugar, and coffee, which the outer parties were robbed of. They had no right. They were not uh, given these real resources. Um. And the inner party, for example, when Julia and Winston went to O'Brien's office, he gave them real wine. And so... um. You could say that, in some ways, the proles were living uh, equally, if not even better than the inner party members and but
1: that 's the kind of contradiction of this novel, because even under Hitler, you would be looking at the inner party of Hitler, they were living in luxury, the circle, the circle. their circle was living in luxury, but the actual population of Germany. They were undergoing severe rations and all of that yeah. because of the During war. During the war, yeah. During the war, right? So that brings us back to this contradiction. And that also brings us to propaganda. So the most... Uh, Many like,
0: cases of propaganda. But this like a the mo- like if, major theme in this novel. Yeah, major.
1: But the thing I find most striking about propaganda in this novel was um, when... At the start of the novel, there was um, a, like... Uh, what do you call it? A parade, I would say. It was more like... A, it no, was like ha- a par- Hate week. Not hate week. Before hate... After hate week. There was like two a minutes parade. hate. Not two minutes. After two minutes hate. It was like the parade on the streets for increasing the chocolate nash, ration. Like thanking Big Brother for increasing the chocolate ration. Okay. But then Winston was like, these people are fools. Because on the news last night, there was just news about lowering the chocolate rations. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like... In... Uh,
0: I think the case of propaganda in this book is really bipolar in my opinion because one minute they'd say uh one minute they say for example Arsha has short hair and then the next they'll say Arsha has long hair for yeah. example it's like they keep switching every every 5 minutes they'll switch uh and Ooh. I and I saw a quote from this novel which release striked me is that show the the quote is chosen lie will become true so anything they say they will the ministry of truth will do everything it can to make their lie a truth
1: yeah okay I watched an actual documentary on this, like leave me be, okay. I was ignoring bio while doing this. I don't know why I always ignore bio, but yeah, I was watching this documentary, and it was about dictatorship, okay, and how they use this process of like doublethink to influence you. So the example in that documentary, yeah, doublethink is in this book. It is in, in this novel. book. The, it yeah. started from this novel, and now yeah. it's actually seen as a proper propaganda tool. Wow. Did you know that? Wow, didn't? Yeah, Did not it know is. That. Fun fact, <laughs> fun fact. Um, and the thing was, it was looking at this example of Russia invading Bolivia, I think, and then it was like for two weeks, Putin was like, "Hey, the our soldiers in Bolivia are not from Russia. They're just They're not Russian soldiers. They're just Russian citizens who decided to take up arms to fight for the rights of our country. Right? Fight for they're their." They just
0: mothering. want to show that oh, they love. My regime so much that they're willing to
1: die for it. Yeah, and then two weeks later, it completely changed the narrative. He said that those are Russian soldiers, they should be protected by Russian soldiers. This is the proper double, think. double thing. Double Like he just changed his narrative, and the Russian media went with it. They could not ate it up. Ate it up. And that's a process of double thing, and it basically shows how much power the party has over the people. It's everything. Yeah okay wait we, we went against we went uh, out of point in the propaganda so about the against communism, we have this extreme propaganda where the people aren't allowed to think for themselves, right yeah and that was actually something that communism didn't like because it seemed very capitalist yes right It's a capitalist ideal if I am buying, okay. This is example of veganism. I don't really like this example because as a personal vegetarian, I don't like it. Mm. But it's an actual example used by many people. So suppose I am vegan and I, d- I can't eat this specific brand of cereal. Okay. I go buy an other brand of cereal that's twice the price, right? Yeah. And it's, it's not been exploited and all of that. Okay. Turns out, both brands of cereal are owned by the same company. So the company is still continuing to exploit their workers in a different country, while I pay double the price for the cereal that pays for that exploitation. Cheating. Cheating. Cheating the system. Cheating the system, yeah. So that's extreme capitalism, where they make you double-think actual real-life situations. And it's not an arrogant society, right? No, it's not. Yeah. But okay anarchy we had this actual argument about this
0: yeah we did we did while trying to get our points down we kind of argued a bit about anarchy so why do you think
1: okay so one of the major things which is repeated throughout the book is they say there's no law against this and there is no law in the book that's true right but the thing about the law is it actually controls the people and the enforcers themselves right so if it is controlling both of them, that means that a police officer who's, say, racist can't arrest me because of my race unless I've done an actual crime. That's a big discussion going on in America right now, but yes. let's just hope we're in a perfect society. Yes. Let's hope, right? But if there is no law, then these enforcers can do whatever they want with very little evidence, which mm-hmm. is the example of the thought police. If they even And the Gestapo. And the Gestapo. If they even think that you're going against your ideals, they can kill you. Just like that. They can just kill you like that. So it's not anarchist because all of your actions are controlled. Yep. You said it was anarch it was you thought it was slightly anarchist,
0: right? Because there was somehow like one dictator, which was the big brother, even though there was well Now that you mention it, I don't really agree with the point that I had a few days ago about it being anarchist. But moving back to propaganda and how it relates to a historical perspective is how they use children's books against capitalists. So Hitler had done the same exact thing. Um, as I said, former his history student I know a lot about it. Um, they, uh, they created this kind of ugly image of capitalists, uh, who are fat men, which Hitler did with the Jews. Yeah. Um, as fat, ugly men with ugly facial features, hairy, short, with um. Uh, the top hats and the black. Um, yeah. You know when. When people mention top hats, you think automatically capitalist. Yeah, really. I I've, I've seen it in in uh, other novels. The Batman with the
1: penguin quote with the big yeah, top the hat. Yeah, the top hat.
0: And so that was seen in um the the novel 1984. 84. And so it just, you know, you it just brings us back to the idea where you have to hit them young, you know. Yeah. If you want to control someone, you have to brainwash them at an early stage of their life, yeah. or else they'll develop their own idea. Like, you, f- spoiler alert, we're just going to mention the ending of the book.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't want to, just skip.
0: skip. Skip this segment or just the next few minutes of this episode. Um, Winston was born before the revolution and he had
1: many many ideas for himself he thought for himself yeah, yeah. he Actually.
0: was against the whole big brother but you know he had to follow it and there were there was no escaping it yeah and his act against his act against the regime was to have an affair with julia i think the first rebellion was the diary itself the di- yes exactly but I think it, it started off with the diary and then it moved on to Julia. Yeah. And that was like the main, main event of this novel.
1: Yeah.
0: And so um, once, you know, he was born before and they didn't catch him at an early age. And throughout his life, he hated it. He was an alcoholic until he found Julia and he found happiness but then he thought that
1: he he wasn't an alcoholic at the end of the book he wasn't an alcoholic no but did you
0: know that he used to drink gin a lot
1: he used to drink it a lot but he wasn't like a complete alcoholic okay well because I felt like it was a major plot point like after the thing yeah that he became an alcoholic it was like mentioned
0: yeah and so once him and Julia were caught and sent to the ministry of love it took Seven years. Of
1: torture. Seven years. Of brainwashing and torture by somebody who I won't name. Seven
0: years. So imagine all this time wasted if they had just caught them at an early age.
1: Yeah. Uh, Example of this, the neighbor's daughter, like we were saying earlier. The neighbor's daughter. The spies. The spies. He, she sold out her own father. It wasn't like a major plot point. It was like a minor one. But she sold out her own father because she thought her father was having... What do you say?
0: She just thought he was suspicious.
1: Yeah. And she got her own I father don't, felt- I don't
0: even I don't even think that he was against them. Well, we don't... It was a minor event in the novel. Yeah, but... We don't have much details about it. But it was crazy. How can you sniff out your own father?
1: Yeah, uh, another thing um, propaganda, about the propaganda even like there was this plot point of the two smart people like there was this one person who was like so into the new speak dictionary and yeah. and he got killed because of uh, because he was too smart, like Winston thought he would get killed because he was too smart remember that?
0: yeah he actually ended up getting killed oh, when really? when O'Brien was talking to Winston O'Brien was like oh I spoke to your friend once O'Brien spoke to his friend once.
1: And he's dead. Well, I think you just... What ro- a
0: coincidence, right?
1: We, just, I think we, we just, ruined... We, yeah, we're just ruining this book for Jada. This is for you, Jada. <clears throat>
0: O'Brien tortured them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he abandoned um, all of them. It was such a major prod point.
0: And so, um, the thing is... Well, to give you a brief, weird history about the Newspeak... When while I was reading this, this chapter in the novel, I was like, "What will Arshia think of? What will Arshia think of this? Like, she she's such a English freak." And while while I was reading this, I was like, "No, this is just not it." And so an example of newspeak is that they would use like there would be no synonyms, no antonyms, nothing. They'll choose one word and they'll make it ungood, or like on good uh best good something like that they just keep adding to the word oh and that's that's oh. what they did plus good double plus good that's what they did on good plus good double plus good
1: that that i don't know why that just like german to me in like a weird manner because you always have that meme of there's a word for ger- in german for everything yes i yeah the meme yeah so i think it's like playing into that okay so newspeak backstory what is newspeak why are we talking about it a lot so newspeak is actually like this um propaganda tool by the party to control the words used by the people because um language is also a major part of what they basically
0: what they wanted to do is limit Li- to limit their thoughts they wanted to limit their words yeah you weren't allowed to use so many words so many words were banned you weren't they wanted to try to hit you in every direction for you to follow the party with all your heart and soul and mind yeah and so to the to the extreme end that they reduced the amount of words that they one person can use against the party
1: i can't swear out capitalism if i don't know any swear words that was basically their idea exactly
0: like i can't for example we don't have the concept of a new color we don't have a concept of a new number yeah so how can someone not as you said i can't swear against capitalism if i don't know how to swear
1: yeah The idea was mostly like uh, The shrimps can see more colors than us Fun fact Shrimps have four cones of light in their eyes While humans only have three So they see many many more colors Than we will ever be able to I've seen this
0: fun fact around Mm. Maybe my mom showed it to me on Facebook I'm not sure
1: I am an old 30 year old mom Your mom's How old is your mom?
0: Well it's not polite to ask a woman (laughs) About her age (laughs) I'm sorry we'll cut that
1: out no, it's so it's okay Anyways, um, so um, the thing is Basically, I'm an old woman who likes these fun facts So basically, shrimps can see more colors than us But we have no words for the colors they can see Exactly Because we can't see them We haven't experienced them So if you cannot experience something and you don't have a word for it You can't express what you're feeling You just totally ignore it Yeah It's like a baby The baby has all these feelings but they can't express them The only thing they can do is cry
0: yeah and in addition to the theme propaganda, everything before the revolution in terms of evidence was destroyed yeah so all the old buildings, all the documents, books, let's say movies um everything 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 was destroyed to the and recreated. So, for example, they mentioned that the Big Brother were the ones who created airplanes.
1: Yeah.
0: And someone like Winston, who was alive uh, before the revolution, would know that it's not true. But he's still uncertain because of the amount of lies they've put in his mind. You never... They they blur it out. They block...
1: you can see this clearly from the first page in the novel like when Winston buys his diary and he writes the date he says I think this is is the
0: date yeah exactly
1: I think this is the date but I'm not sure Mm. it's been very difficult to tell the date since the
0: revolution they put so many lies into your head into your mind that you don't know what's the truth
1: and even though we're like Winston is this big hero he was actually in the ministry of truth so his job was to write these lies Yeah. His job was to destroy old evidence and make new histories.
0: There was this one instance where he found real Mm -hmm. evidence of things that can go against Big Brother. But he decided to throw it away. Um, He just didn't think much of it. And you know, everyone knows... Like, there's no way. There is no way around Big Brother. There's no escaping. I don't even know how there's such a thing as pros. Yeah. Because I don't know. In some way, if I were an outer party member, I would envy the pros. Because at least they have freedom. But and there's there's really not much difference. Because I remember in the beginning of the novel they said the, their resources were bad infrastructure was bad so you're living a bad life you don't have real resources like you don't have real chocolate you don't have real sugar you don't have real coffee and your housing is really bad the walls are thin you can hear your neighbors you have a
1: telescreen your life is controlled in every possible way oh the telescreen, the telescreen, like screens and the posters of big brother could actually see everything that the person was doing
0: no it, in addition yeah so if you're an outer party member no freedom everything in your life is bad you you are being exploited in my opinion you're being exploited because you work 40 hours plus a week
1: the thing is it also brings into mind this ethical question is it better to know you are being exploited or is it better to be englossed in- about this exploitment and think everything is your own fault, right? Because the out party members at least they had this awareness that what they're doing is actually contributing to these problems. They might not think about it all the time, right, but they were at least part of this whole process, but the pros the pros didn't even know they were being exploited I all think they- the
0: pros were being exploited.
1: No, the pros were being exploited oh. in, the, like, in the manner that they didn't have any work they, didn't have, they were fed this propaganda constantly so they actually believed it because they had oh. no other method of like, getting information they were constantly pushed into these areas of drugs and um, prostitution all Prost- the, yeah. yeah, all of that and they were being exploited but they didn't even know about it
0: true so what do you guys think? Do you think it's good to know that you're being exploited or live your life continuously being exploited and not knowing? Yeah. Um, th- That is the conclusion for our theme, Propaganda and...
1: Totalitarianism!
0: Reality control.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, to our fourth third theme i think we're just mixing
1: everything we're together. just mixing
0: everything it doesn't yeah. matter at the end of the day we're gonna continue talking
1: yeah so it's just, it's just an hour-long episode of us talking about stuff that we get angry about sometimes
0: <laughs> so to the in my opinion the most interesting part of this novel and the theme love and lost
1: you just want a romance novel Like you just want to, Yeah like, want Honestly I was
0: like oh, This book is like uh." And then when Julia came
1: in I was like Ooh okay <laughs> Like okay <laughs> I spoiled the ending for her And she was so mad about the fact Like the torture it's, it's okay Yeah It's fine It was
0: bound to happen At least they didn't die
1: It was worse than At this. least they weren't
0: vaporized If you read the book You would understand the term vaporized um. So yeah. back to our theme, love
1: and lost, and how it ties in with identity, because they were like kind of pushed together. I didn't really like that theme because I just believed it was kind of sexist. It's sexist in what ways? No, sexist. More on the fact that they believed sex is a necessity for life. Mm. I think it's because you didn't go into as deep of like the whole of analyzing posts as I did, like the conspiracy theory bo- posts about this book, but as a person who did the research about that, this, the, some of the things were like very, very sexist statements. I don't know if it was for the original novel itself or like the person analyzing, but it was like the reason Winston decided to like not hate Julia anymore from the start of the novel was because he got a physically.
0: I, in some ways I agree with that yeah
1: you get me that no the reason he didn't hate her anymore it was like a super aggressive friend zone yes, it's though, true, true it's true the reason why he didn't hate her anymore no but also and the moment where he didn't have like a sexual outlet anymore he got super violent again which is so stupid because it, 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 it it's basically feeding into rape culture you get me because the one of the things which i saw Mm -hmm. was that many people correlated his like at the start he was very violent against julia like i want to rape her i want to kill her yeah yeah yeah, very violent yeah and then in the middle he got less and less violent against everything around him then after the torture he got more and more violent again right And basically, what many people linked that to was sexual frustration. Like, we discussed earlier about virginity and all of that. Yeah. Sex only for procreation. Yeah. So, basically, what they did was, sex is such a necessity that if I don't have it, I have the right to kill anyone I want to. And that was such a... Wow. That was what some of the conclusions they grew to. Like, not all of them were so um, explicit, but, like, that was a very... I don't know, valid or something? No, but, like... I do agree with your point in some terms But I
0: want to contradict it a bit Okay um, I read the book uh, Sorry, the novel And of course, yes His relationship with Julia At first was an act of rebellion and lust
1: Because he thought he, she was with the party
0: Yeah So it was an act of rebellion and lust But then as they moved further on into their relationship he started forming this kind of love connection with her and this is because of her their 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 common interest their mutual hate for the party yeah and so he was so astonished by how much she she was in she was clever in the in the sense that she found ways to go against the party. But still look like the perfect party member. Yeah. And that's what attracted him, in my opinion. And I remember a part in the novel where she said she had to go and she was busy, and he thought that she was doing things with other men. And he noticed that it wasn't, he wasn't angry. He was jealous in the sense that this is hurting me. But he was like sad but he wasn't angry like oh i want to kill her i want to beat her no, i want to rape her that's
1: the thing that's the thing they were like because he got sex he wasn't violent anymore so it was like you know those stalkers and stuff like that all those stories, oh, you know, oh. yeah the, the weird thing they, nasty see i managed to go deep enough into that hole that i developed a distaste for this theme because a lot of people correlated this book and Belle's feelings with that And I didn't really like that. Like, just personal preferences, right? I don't want to be killed. And,
0: well, to add to your point about, what do you say, sexual frustration. Yeah. There was, in the Ministry of Truth, a place where women, young girls, unmarried girls, were working in porn Pornography. Yeah, and they pornography. Sorry, and they weren't the actresses. I think they were the the pros. They I I think the pros were the ones, but they had to kind of write it down, pick the image, and. Like, Distribute
1: it. Like, plan everything out.
0: And I, I forgot
1: to whom they distributed it to. They pr- distributed to the pros. To the pros. Yeah. It was, there was, okay, yeah, that was another thing. Like, the pros, because they were so lost in this lust and, like, sexual deviancy, mm-hmm. that they, that's why they never, like, walked out of their situation. That's why they never became out of party members, because they were too lost in, like, these carnal desires. I sound like such... Like, I don't know why I sound, in, so yeah. <laughs> I sound so conservative. I sound so conservative. Yeah.
0: In addition to Love and Lust, we have Anti-Sex League, which is also...
1: The Julia was member of
0: that. Yeah. And so, usually Anti-Sex League, you know...
1: Hitler's...
0: The Hitler's then. youth and... Um, mm. the Sash. Yeah. The
1: Julia's Red sash. sash. The Red Sash um yep yeah. so and what else do we have we have class struggle and loss of identity okay loss of identity this is another thing i saw in relation to which was more capitalistic than communist in this world like yeah because in extreme cases of capitalism i'm not saying like currently but like i'm saying like in extreme places of capital capitalism in the end people become just numbers right like I have five hundred but employees, each of them require for forty thousand dollars a month. They do become just numbers. Like,
0: not segregate, but section employees. Like, let's say a doctor earns twenty thousand uh, um, dollars. The funny thing is, and you know how they usually, when you remember when you were showing me a university website and then they said these are your job options. What do they pay? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say that you,
1: like what? No, I'm saying like. In extreme cases of capitalism, people become just numbers. Like you're looking at exploit, like when you're reading the news, you'll always say like four hundred people found in sweatshops in let's say Bangladesh who were working for less than this less than ten pence per month. Right? Okay. So in extreme cases of capitalism, people aren't people, they're just tools to be exploited. They're like numbers on a page. This is my profit. To increase my profit, I will pay these these many people less.
0: Agreed. You don't see them as in people. In cases of extreme capitalism. Yeah. But I do know that the whole point of capitalism is for everyone to have their own right and to yeah, express Yeah,
1: but themselves. that's also the core idea of communism. The reason why... Like Karl Marx and Frederick Engels were mentioning extreme capitalism. They okay. were like, to increase this individuality in art and stuff. We had the argument about art as well in the last episode. Yep. So in, to increase this individuality in art and stuff, we should not have all of these capitalistic ideals of what you should do. Mm. So their belief of communism was that every person would be an individual and they could do what they wanted to do without worrying about all of this healthcare or like, will I be able to survive? Right? That was like a loss of...
0: As for a loss of identity, everything was handed to you by the government... They made no mention of hobbies.
1: They did occasionally mention hiking. No, they said... Okay, here's the funny thing. They said the diary, right? It was not illegal to... Okay, semi-quote, like paraphrase from the book. It was not illegal to keep a diary. But if the government saw...
0: That it was against their regime... Then they would be vaporized. And the thing is, it was... Unusual to have a diary. It was unusual to express yourself.
1: Yeah. It will, it will be and so, humanity.
0: it was suspicious. Even if you have the diary, your guilty consciousness will take over you. Even though you're not writing anything against the regime, you they might be- still have the possibility of being vaporized.
1: Whoop. I'm just giving guns. I'm just like... <laughs> things And um, class struggle, the last thing. Which we also had already discussed, right? The inner party, super privileged, outer party, general workers, and the proles are the Yeah, that was our question. Our proles enjoyed more than the inner party members, but were they truly free? So that's just our like last question for this episode because I think we're ending soon. Yep. Um is true freedom our argument as well, is true freedom in the fact knowing you are exploited right and being super controlled for it or is there more freedom in the fact not knowing you're exploited but having this idea of freedom that you can do what you want to do but you're still exploited both of you are in horrible situations no well if you know you're exploited in the inner party they had better situations Mm. yeah so what do you guys think i think we should just phrase that question better (laughs) maybe we'll post a better version of the question on our instagram yep follow us there at a read through through history yeah
0: anything you want to say to end this episode Arshia
1: I would like to say I don't know anything after reading this book I think the
0: end was shocking but like
1: yeah we don't want to spoil it more than we already have
0: go read the book Tell tell George Ornwell or that bro, we sent or yeah tell him that I know he's dead Arsha <laughs> tell him that we sent you he or dead? whoever yes of course, and wait is he? <laughs> 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 Do you want to just Google and <laughs> uh, and um or whoever is publishing it right now just tell them that a read through history has sent you, and um, have a blessed day. Oh yeah, he died nineteen fifty. Bye, guys. Bye.